0: Welcome to a new episode of Cloud Car Copilot. In this episode I'll be drawing the parallels between the short series The Perils of Penelope Pitstop by Hannah Barbera which was a spin-off of the show Rocky Races. The show only lasted 17 episodes and aired between September 1969 and January 1970. It took its inspiration from the silent era movies Of the twenties, certainly George Lucas later took inspiration from there, from Harold Lloyd and Buster Keaton, for the for the antics of Jar Jar Binks, and certainly later on he gathered influences from serials of Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers. Going back to this show, the parallels were quite striking in the themes and characters. Ironically. The only character I really struggled with finding a parallel to Star Wars was actually the lead character, Penelope Pitstop. I found that the characters, the women of Star Wars, were much more powerful and more brazen in their abilities to get out of situations as Penelope Pitstop was in her show. Although she found ingenious ways to get out of uh, situations before help arrived in uh, her ever-present Companions, the anti- or mob. Certainly, one of the biggest influences, and, and contrasts to Star Wars—not contrast, but influence with Star Wars was its the show's main villain, the Hooded Claw, aka the uh, lawyer Sylvester Sneakly, which is a great name. He even looked a little bit like. The Star Wars equivalent are Great Chancellor and Sith Lord Palpatine. Even with taking off the guy's glasses, he looked quite similar. Certainly the uh, evil moustache, twindling antics of the Hooded Claw were not actually in parallel with a powerful Sith Lord Palpatine, but the influence was certainly there as in the alter ego and his... Fascinations every, every every episode in trying to get trying to do away with Penelope Pitstop, trying to get his hands on her inheritance of her family's fortune. Next up was Antio Mob, a set of mobsters who were, shall I say, vertically challenged. As I should put it, more socially acceptable way of saying it. There was nothing really remarkable about them in a Star Wars kind of way, except they had the characteristics of a C-3PO or a Jar, Jar Binks—always their um, heart in a good place, but always a bit bumbling, and always pen and pen and pit pissed up. Always inadvertently had to find a way to help them out of a situation while they were helping her. The most Star Wars thing about them was their vehicle—a classic the mobster's car from the 1920s or 1930s. But this car also had a sentence about it. In its own essence. It certainly drives into the characteristics of the Millennium Falcon in L3. and L3. Certainly, after having watched a couple of episodes, certainly L3 temperament and characteristics certainly come into view. As the car has a certain mind of its own, in some episodes, doesn't always take to orders. Now, as a whole, the show was about seven years before Star Wars came out so didn't really probably have a big view on Lord George Lucas going forward with Star Wars but it's always nice to see characteristics of a show that isn't outwardly involved with what Star Wars is but always has certain characteristics. Now I'd like to talk about magazine and newspaper coverage of the prequels and the sequels and some common threads that always ran through those articles, especially in the Phantom Menace era Now of course magazine coverage back then was certainly, certainly different to what it is now and I was looking through some magazines some, uh, a random sampling of magazines from the prequel and sequel era Especially, Empire Magazine had great features with uh, certainly toys. I mean, toys were certainly a feature that really were ramped up in every prequel movie and certainly The Force Awakens. Always some pictures harken back to certainly vintage toys and some Power of the Force. And they always linked to with what current toy items going on with that current movie. Another feature that ran quite heavily in all these magazines were the usual Star Wars quiz that accompanied either a competition or just a random quiz. And the other thing that certainly was prevalent somewhat in the prequel era, and especially Phantom Menace, sometimes were added in, in different variants with the fans. Certainly... The clichés of the uh, put-upon wife with, this, with a Star Wars fan-husband were certainly a trope with some certain magazines in the UK, which was quite annoying. But I have to commend the uh Sunday Mirror, who did a two-booklet two supplement for The Phantom Menace, and they did a, a feature on fans, which solely focused on a good positive outlook for them which was good, certainly with the Star Wars being the big factor it is suddenly it ramped up certainly with a sequel trilogy and the features got more prevalent as you went on certainly in the prequel era especially film magazines used to do features and reviews of the books and video games that came out with a certain movie, it's pretty just certainly high with the Phantom Menace. With reviews of the making of books, the art of books, and the video games. It carried on somewhat less with Attack of the Clones, and ramped up again a bit with the Revenge of the Sith. Certainly, reviews of mag of uh, books and toys were certainly lessened with the sequel era movies. Certainly with the clandestine approach to story and what the movies could bring beforehand audiences. Certainly spoilers and that were certainly very much against protocol for these magazines. Although random adverts for certain Star Wars merchandise were added during the sequel area. Much lessened approach. That side of things was certainly happened during the sequel era times. Certainly, going forward with a new Star Wars movie in a few years, one wonders if newspaper coverage and magazine coverage will stay the same for a new Star Wars movie. I mean, certainly, film magazines will certainly cover it as always before, whether it have the crossover appeal to. Merging into more other mainstream newspapers and magazines still be a question to be asked. Certainly, with *The Phantom Menace* and *Force Awakens*, there were a lot of crossovers into other magazines of other genres. Certainly, newspapers. Certainly, especially *The Phantom Menace* did lots of supplements and articles to help promote the movie. Whether in this digital age with lots of other media to focus on that happens, who knows. But certainly Star Wars coverage in newspapers and magazines certainly always has been a big feature of the franchise. So that's it for this episode of Cloud Car Copilot. If you have any questions for me then be sure to glad to send them in for a voice message to the show. I'm going to be glad to, to receive any questions or, or responses to this episode. be certainly glad to get some feedback. So, and I'll see you next time on Cloud Car Copilot. May the force be with you. May the positivity be with you.